Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to the Aesthetic Insider Radio Show. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. With many practices facing an average of five lawsuits in its lifetime, especially those in the aesthetic surgery market, Aesthetic Insider Radio thought it, perhaps it was time to interview an expert in the fields of asset protection and um, asset protection, again, for aesthetic physicians. And so today I have Dan McNett, CEO of Legally Mine, an asset protection company based in Utah. Dan, welcome to Aesthetic Insider. Thank you. It's good to be here. It's good to be here. Oh, absolutely, Dan. It's so great to have you on the show. And now, you know, as I kind of mentioned in, in our opening there, you know, we, we, we do set up many practices, you know, can face an average of up to five lawsuits in its life, you know, lifetime. And lawsuit prevention and protection are absolutely essential topics for every aesthetic to know more about. So, Dan, if you wouldn't mind, can you explain who Legally Mine is and kind of what services you offer to the aesthetic provider? Sure. Legally Mine is the world's largest asset protection firm. And in that field, what we do is we teach primarily physicians how to protect their assets from lawsuits and make sure that they can never be lost to a lawsuit. Uh, this, in essence, stops any lawsuit from going forward because if there is no motivation for lawsuits, there's no way for anybody to uh, get access to your assets. Nobody wants to sue you or spend the time or money to do that. Yeah, and um, I know just, I mean, from the physicians that I have I've worked with over the last 28 years, uh, many of them actually feel like they're kind of walking around with a bullseye attached to their back and the sign that says, hey, you know, I'm a successful doctor, come and sue me. Now, whether that's true or not, or whether they have anything worth suing over is, I guess, you know, up to the uh, the, the legal firm, to uh, the lawyer who's doing the lawsuit to find out. Um, would you agree with that, that many plastics and cosmetic surgeons are especially targeted by people who want to take their assets? Absolutely. Um, Twelve years ago, the president of the American Medical Association was John C. Nielsen. Um, he started out as a, a dentist, but eventually became a plastic surgeon, and then eventually became the uh, president of the AMA. He commissioned a study. And in that study, he discovered that the plastic surgeons in America were seven times more likely to be sued in any given year than they were to be than they were to be in a car wreck. Wow, <laughs> that's unbelievable. It's that a, it's a scary world, and yeah. And, and how easy is it for a litigious person to, you know, basically get assets away from a doctor and make them their own? You know, this is an interesting world we live in. Um, our laws regarding lawsuits are passed from state to state by various state legislatures. Unfortunately, the profession that we elect primarily to these state legislative positions is, in fact, attorneys. They have unprecedented influence from the Trial Attorneys Association. And because of that, they often pass laws that expand what we call theories of, of vicarious responsibility or ways, in other words, that people can sue you. 
Then they've also worked very, very hard to open up any and every way they can to get access to your assets. So if you're really unprepared for either either situation, you will find yourself in a compromising position. You know, we'd like to think, or I'd like to think, and I think you know, many physicians would agree with me that, you know, ownership of a medical practice and a home and all the possessions that we have worked hard to obtain um, are owned by us, and, and that's a fundamental right that we have is to own and keep those things. Um, and so, again, you know, what are the types of things that uh, are you seeing in the medical practice that physicians A are being sued over and B uh, are risking losing everything that they've worked for? It's interesting, Angela. Those who are actually uh, in ownership of their own practice uh, face lawsuits from various angles, be it from employee-employer relationships. Uh, it can be result from somebody, especially in the plastic surgery world, from somebody who's just unhappy with the results of the surgery. Um, no matter how you word it or how you try to express what's going to happen or what the possibilities are, if somebody's unhappy, they will oftentimes find a reason or an excuse to sue. If you as a physician are unprotected, you need to remember, it doesn't matter how much money you do or don't have, it is presumed that you have a lot of money. And the lawsuit's going to come. If you do have money, if you do have assets, and you have not protected them properly, then what's going to happen is you're going to lose them. And basically, Angela, when I say this, what it means is that if you have any assets in your own name, they're going to be lost. Because in today's world, judges almost automatically pierce a corporate veil, and when they do this, they make available to any lawsuit against your practice any assets that are left in your own name. Even if your practice is inside of an LLC or an S corporation or C corporation, it makes no difference in today's world. Wow. Now, without using any names, that would embarrass any of our medical colleagues that perhaps we would know. Can you give me like um, a real-life example of a doctor who, for want of a better term, was was taken to the cleaners? Well, we have we have a, a, a lot of them. Fortunately, they're not our clients. <laughs> we we have. Uh, we have stories that come to us from physicians all the time. I had a plastic surgeon come to me about three months ago and tell me that a, a couple, three years ago, as, as uh, he started his practice, he was sued by one of his patients. Uh, the court sided with the patient, and not only did he lose his practice, but he lost his personal home, all of his savings and investments. And he is just now at the spot where he can start all over again. And uh, when we made our presentation at his medical society meeting, he jumped up, was the first person up there, and he says, I'm never going to allow this to happen to me again. Thank goodness you're here. Wow. 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 It's unbelievable, isn't it? I mean, and I think, for, you know, if you 
God forbid it would ever happen, but if it does happen, you know, at a point in your career where you still have many years left to recoup or regain or, you know, reinvent yourself, um, you know, but I have heard of physicians who really are kind of towards the end of their career and something has happened. And, you know, once it's happened, they don't really have much, that many more earning years left whoever actually recoup what they lost? Have you found that in some of the physicians that you've met, you know, at the, at the, the meetings and society shows that you go to? Yes. Angela, it is really important to understand that in the medical world, we have what is called delayed discovery. You know, if you get sued, really in any other world, there's a couple of years where the plaintiff can file a lawsuit against you. But in the medical world, we have delayed discovery, which means if the, a patient decides three years from now that his, un, his miserable life was created by something you did in the past, that's when, his, that's when his, his time starts to file the lawsuit. And for physicians who have been retired for years, they're oftentimes called right back into the courts they're sued, and they lose everything that they have for something that happened years ago. It has been one of the major issues in the medical world and one of the major problems that we have faced in trying to help people. People need to understand that, especially as a plastic surgeon, you are, you are under the, the radar for a long time, even after you've retired. That's unbelievable. So what you're describing is, like, you know, somebody obviously can use a lawsuit um, as a weapon for, for their own personal financial gain, you know, and that, which is designed to take the assets of a plastic or a cosmetic surgeon. And even being incorporated isn't a good enough legal protector against the business and their, pri their private assets. So how does Legally Mind, you know, how do you help a physician? How do you help them structure a business to make them bulletproof? One of the things you need to understand is what we call the inside-outside concept. 90% of the time, 99% of the time, any lawsuit against one of our physicians is going to come from the practice. That's an inside lawsuit to the practice. You can never, ever protect the entity that creates the lawsuit. So your practice is going to get sued. What happens, though, is the judge has the ability to make you personally responsible for the actions of your corporation. That's called piercing the veil. And when they pierce that corporate veil, any and all assets left in your name will become subject to the lawsuit against your practice. Now, folks, you need to understand that if that happens, you're completely unprotected unless you have protected the right asset. Now, it's okay to put your practice into a corporation or an LLC taxed as an S-corporation, for example. However, real asset protection comes in protecting the very asset itself. If your home, for example, is placed into an LLC of its own, when the lawsuit comes against the practice and they name you, that's in the lawsuit, and the judge pierces a corporate veil and takes any assets in your own name, your home would be safeguarded because it's not in your name. It's in its very own LLC. 
Now, your practice, now, your practice you, need to, you need to also understand is that target for lawsuit. Target and if you keep lawsuit, other assets you like your building or your medical equipment medical in that practice owned by the, practice, by the corporation, those assets will be lost too. Be lost so it's also wise to so take the building, any medical equipment that you have, and place those assets into their very own LLCs. So when the lawsuit comes against the practice, all they're going to sue is an administrative entity that really owns no assets. So even you're saying, I mean, because like many of the physicians I know have, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars, if not in the millions of dollars, just in technology that they use on a daily basis, you know, to do the procedures that they do. And so even that equipment is not a is not protected as part of the corporation. The equipment should have its own LLC. Absolutely has to have its own LLC. Wow. As, as long That's as those assets are in, inside the corporation, they'll be subject to any lawsuit against the corporation. And so, to, so just explain to me, you know, if I am a physician, I come to you and I say, hey, Dan, look, you know, I've got this medical practice. I'm, it's booming right now. You know, I have my home where I live. I have a vacation home. I've got a boat in the harbor. You know, I've got a million dollars plus worth of, you know, technology in my practices. I have real estate. What would you say to me? How would I go about working with your firm to protect myself? The first thing that we do is we take each and every asset that you have and we show you how that asset needs specifically to be protected. There are some assets that we call safe assets, brokerage accounts, savings accounts, artwork, jewelry. Those assets cannot create a lawsuit on their own, and we can place those all into one entity. However, assets that can, in fact, create a lawsuit on their own, such as a car, a boat, a house, your medical equipment, those assets all need to be in their very own asset protection entities, LLCs or family limited partnerships. Those entities need to be written in a correct and proper way in order to give you true asset protection. So what we do is we come in and we do a blueprint for the doctor. We show them exactly where their assets need to be placed and how to protect them, and then uh, and once they approve it, they say, Let's it. we just go out and create it all for them. Hmm. This is quite fascinating. Um, so after after you've done this and you've set up these LLCs and, and different protection um, for the various assets, when if somebody then, you know, comes back to a physician and files a lawsuit, um, how... What happens at that point, you know, when when a litigious person shows up and tries to take those assets, what happens? Well, Angie, you you should know that as a firm with 20,000 clients, this happens to us quite often. Our clients are all high-risk clients. So we see this multiple times every week. We want the clients to call us, and they say, listen, I just got a notification that I'm going to be sued. One of our attorneys will get on the phone with the attorney who is fighting the lawsuit. We will simply walk that attorney through the whole 
structure. We're not going to try and hide anything. We're going to be really quite frank with exactly how it's all set up, but we're going to show that attorney there is no possible way for him to ever get any of our client's assets. In fact, when they sue us, we'll actually show the, the, the attorney how if they pursue the lawsuit, their client could actually uh, face severe tax penalties for doing this. In this process, we have never had an attorney not back out. Every attorney that we have ever had in this situation immediately says, you know what, I'm not going to pursue this lawsuit. Now, if they have malpractice insurance, the physician has malpractice insurance, they may pursue the claim against the insurance company, and the insurance company may very well settle it, but it's never going to go to a lawsuit that will threaten the assets of the physician. Well, well, that's fantastic news. I mean, because that really, you know, that is it. And I, I have worked with attorneys enough to know that when there's no money to be had, they generally don't continue with a lawsuit, um, you know, because it's all about making money on, on, on both sides. Um, so that's fantastic. Um, tell me, um, Dan, how long has Legally Mind been in business? And, you know, how long have you had this focus on working with physicians? Well, Legally Mine has really been around for around 40 years, uh, not always under the name of Legally Mine. I purchased a company around 12 years ago. When I purchased a company 12 years ago, the company had been selling self-help kits. I just simply didn't like the self-help kits. I didn't think it provided a value simply because very few people ever used the kits. And frankly, when they did use them, they messed it up, so it wasn't done properly. So... I just simply brought in attorneys, and we trained them in asset protection, and uh, we've brought in paralegals, law clerks, interns from law schools. Right now we have seven full-time attorneys, 30 paralegals, and law clerks, and I guess six interns. Um, and in this whole process, we have, we have just gained a, a lot of confidence all across the nation from a lot of doctors they are referring people to us on a daily basis. The societies love us to come in and do the educational seminars. And frankly, we have just boomed. And and uh, it, it's been a great experience for us to watch all the doctors who are protected. They feel comfortable. And when, in fact, they do have a lawsuit come forward, and almost all of them at one point in time will, uh, they they see the absolute worth of what we do. And then they tell other people about it. You know, now let me ask you, because, you know, um, I'm obviously based in California. You're in Utah. You know, we have 50 states in the nation. Um, are there any, uh, are the laws the same as far as asset protection or how assets are in lawsuits? Are some states different than others? Um, is there any particular state, you know, that you really kind of need to keep an eye on as far as asset protection? Well, there are certain states where um, all states, by the way, are, and in any state, you can be sued and you can lose your assets. It doesn't matter where you are working. If you are not properly structured, you're going to lose your assets. There are some states whose laws, however, make it a lot easier to go after your assets. And California, frankly, is the leading state <laughs> on going after <laughs> the always. assets. Yeah, it, 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 it just is. And they have initiated a lot of the laws, if not 
almost all of the laws that had been used across the country as a model for how different states can do the same thing that they're doing and make it easier to get assets from the physician. Now, there are certain states that are also considered hardline asset protection states. And one of those states is fairly obvious. It's Delaware. It's the oldest state doing this. Nearly every major corporation in America today is incorporated in Delaware. Alaska has also become an extremely important and large asset protection state. So what that means is we'll actually create a holding company in Alaska that owns the assets no matter where they're at. We may need to register that Alaskan entity as a foreign entity doing business in California in order to meet California law. But we take care of all that and make sure it's all legal so that in California, these assets will be protected, and they'll be protected under Alaskan law, which is going to be rock solid. Wow, well, that's pretty fascinating. Um, so how would it work if, you know, for a physician, we have about uh, eight or nine minutes left on the show here, and so I'd really uh-huh. want, you know, our listeners uh-huh. to know, you know, if if they were interested in working with Legally Mine and having an expert evaluate their assets, how would they go about doing that? Well, they can call us or or they can also send out, uh, you know, a request through the website. Uh, our phone number is 855-361-2686, and we're just at LegallyMindUSA.com. Now, Angela, it's really important to us that people be educated about what we're going to do. I, I don't want anybody going into this blindly. So we will be glad to provide them with a webinar where they will see and uh, a live presentation, speak to one of our presenters, and they will be able to get all their questions answered with regards to what may or may not happen in their in their structuring. One other point, Angela, that needs to be brought up since we have a little extra time, a part of asset protection is not just protecting you from lawsuits. Uh, most of our physicians, especially those in California, feel a very bitter crunch from taxes. And yet a lot of times people are completely unaware of the various tax advantages of using, for example, an S corporation as opposed to being a sole proprietor. And there are also a lot of tax programs or tax benefits people are completely blind to. And we love CPAs, but understand most of the people who prepare our taxes aren't tax planners. They prepare taxes. And so what we do is we have a team of CPAs and CFPs that work cohesively to find the best avenues possible for reducing taxes. And it's not uncommon for us to be able to save our clients hundreds of thousands of dollars off of their tax bill year after year. And uh, for many of them, this makes a marvelous difference in securing their future. Wow, well, yeah, I had no idea that you also offered tax-saving services. Um, is that covered in the webinar that you mentioned? It is. Or is that a separate yeah, That will be covered in the is. webinar. Okay. And, and, yeah, and if anybody has a, yeah, uh, you know, a medical society that they would like us to come out and present to, uh, they can get all of us using those same numbers, 
and we would be more than happy to, to arrange if if it's a, a a good enough group. We'll come out and we'll we'll speak to your presentation or to your group on a live basis and and uh, answer questions there. Sounds great. That sounds great. Dan, if there's, um, let me just ask you one last question before we sign off here. You know, because again, I think a lot of physicians are so busy, just wrapped and and many of them understand, you know, I really do need to be doing something. Um, is there any advice you can give them, any tips on, you know, just how they can get started on asset protection? Um, again, is, is, is making, I understand that, but as a last word, is there anything that you can say to our listeners about how they can just really get going with taking care of their future? Let me let me say this, Angela. The biggest single fear most of these physicians have is just the cost. They may have gone to an attorney who may or may not understand asset protection. And when they see the price of putting it in place, a lot of times they just nearly faint. Uh, we're in a unique position because of the volume of business we're able to get through the various medical associations throughout the country. Um, we can do this at an affordable rate. And so the good news is asset protection can be available and is available to you at a very affordable rate. In fact, we're so sure about our tax savings program that we make a promise that if we can't pay for the asset protection with your tax savings, we'll refund the difference to you. So if you if you have a question about uh, whether or not your assets should be protected, give us a call. And, and there should be no question. They should be protected. It's, it's silly not to be protected if, in fact, it's available to you. And it's available at an affordable price, which we promise it is. Well, that's good to hear because, like you say, you know, we all – the minute that you think, well, I'm going to be working with attorneys, then, you know, ding, 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 you know, begins at $500 an hour and – and before you know it, you've got a forty thousand dollar attorney bill. You know, that's and, exactly right. And so with you, that sounds like your fees are nowhere near those prices, and uh, and you do have some good incentives for physicians who sign up. Yeah, uh, we do not Great. charge on an hourly basis. Uh, we have set fees for every entity that we create, and uh, like I say, they're they're all very affordable. Okay, well, it sounds great. Well, Dan, you know, thank you so much for being on Aesthetic Insider. Um, if you don't mind, I would love for you to send me that webinar, and when I post um, this interview along with the article on AestheticInsider.com, um, I would be more than happy to put the link to the webinar as well for those listeners that want to take the next step and learn even more about you. So thank you so much so, for Angela, being on Aesthetic Insider. So one thing you need to understand, this is a live webinar. We don't have just a video presentation. And we think okay. that's it. Okay. So anyway. Okay. Well, we'll, well anyway, that, you know, I definitely can put a link, a link to LegallyMindUSA.com and, and then any of our listeners who then they can contact you to, to be able to go through the live webinar. That's right. Well, thank you for having me on, Great. Angela. It's thank been a lot of fun. On. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Dan, and um, hope to have you back on the show again soon. Okay. Good deal. Bye-bye. Thank you. Good deal. Thank All right. You. Bye-bye.